Giving Credit is a podcast giving those making a difference their credit. On a weekly basis, we'll be interviewing parents, tech CEOs, financial experts, kid entrepreneurs, and others to learn about credit, education, financial literacy, and building wealth equity. Thanks for joining us. I am Annika Jackson, host of Giving Credit, and I'm excited to welcome from over the ocean, Sammy Ellard King across the pond. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thanks, Anika. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Yeah, I would love to hear for you to share your story. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting to compare and contrast what you're doing and how finance is looked at in the UK versus the United States. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, it's been a long journey for me. I think, um, you know, I'm not your typical, like, financier. Um, so I've been in hospitality for, like, my entire life. My, my parents uh, both run music venues and restaurants. My grandfather uh-huh. ran a jazz club. So... Like I'm ingrained in this industry um, and I'm, I'm worked my way through and up to a director. Now I co-own a business with a, with a couple of pals of mine and we run a few bars and restaurants in the city. Nice. Um, so it's good fun, but it's also unforgiving mm. um, as an industry, you know, you know, there's a, you're only as good as your, your yesterday's take, for example. So, you know, you've always got to have that energy to keep going. Um, and my financial journey kind of has been one from huge debt right through to where I am today, which is kind of trying to teach financial literacy to everyone I can possibly get my hands on, basically. Um, so I've kind of gone on this long journey. I've been an investor now for sort of eight to 10 years and done, done okay. And uh, over the years, I just noticed that like everything that I was reading was really, was not catered for people that didn't understand. Um, mm. And, you know, let's say you're starting from ground zero there's no, there are some fantastic blogs out there, you know, Nerd Wallet, et cetera, these types of companies that are doing really, really well. But I just found there wasn't really something from the people, um, you know, someone that had been through it and kind of had that backstory and could really relate to, to you know, their, to the audience. Um, you know, a lot of these companies are quite robotic with large people just churning out content. So I really wanted to try and create that kind of like uh, on, on parallel with, with you i'm going through it with you and this is how to do it um so um that birthed up the gains um up the gains money made simple is a financial uh, education business um we're online only digital business um and we're about a year in so i've been running that alongside wow uh, my (laughs) day-to-day company so yes it's a lot um, but I love it. I absolutely love it. it. Helping people and some of the stories that have come back out of it already and we're in such a short journey um, has been just beautiful. And for me, that, that you know, that will live with me forever. And so if we can grow that, you know, I'm going to have a pretty big heart, which will be great. Mm. Yeah, I love talking to people who have a mission to give back and to help and see something that other people aren't getting and provide yeah. a resource. Now, um, I think in the United States there and I'm sure in England as well, there's a lot of confusion. As you said, there's a lot of people who don't understand or weren't raised understanding money, understanding Mm -hmm. finance, understanding investing. Um, And then there is also the issue of if somebody does go to university here, the first thing they get is deluged with credit card offers and find themselves ruining their credit immediately without really understanding what credit is for and how to use it properly. 
So right. what is the, is there an equivalent experience in the UK? Oh my God. And that's like <laughs> me in a nutshell, really. Like okay. I, I, <laughs> so it's the same. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I, I went to university. I, um, I, yeah, I basically, I, I didn't spend my student loan as though everyone else did at the beginning. I actually set up a business um, and I ran an events company. I basically booked really cool artists that I thought were, were, were awesome and thinking that people were going to turn up. And luckily they did which was great. Um, but it kind of got me into that lifestyle, you know, I was out partying a lot and I was very much, you know, kind of in that nightclub slash event scene. Um, and to do that, you had to go out and to go out, you have to spend money and to spend money, you need money. And if you don't have it, you look to credit. Um, so credit cards became my vice. Um, and that's kind of where my debt story started. You know, I just, I wasn't taught the value of a pound or a, or a dollar really when I was a, was a kid. You know, my mum and dad, they are great people, but they're not the best with money and they were perhaps weren't taught themselves. And it's, mm. it's kind of a rolling chain from there. So, yeah. you know, it only took a really good friend of mine to sit me down and say, this will live in me forever. This, what he said to me was, you know, how much are you, you spending a year? This was, uh, I was 25, so nine years ago. Um, how, you know, how, how much do you spend each year and how much do you want to spend comfortably each year? You know, I said the amount and he said, when do you want to retire? I said, oh, I don't, I don't want to work into my 60s. Like, you know, I don't want to do that. You know, I want to, I, I want to retire early. I want to be comfortable. Um, and he said, right, well, so how long do you want to live for? And I was like, no, maybe 80, 85 would be cool. And then he said, right, well, times that number by that number. And that's how much money you need to have. Do you have that money? And I said, no. And I, I said, he goes, how much do you have? And I said, well, minus this. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, okay, cool. And that for me was it. I was like a catalyst in my mind and I went crazy. I was like, right, cool. How do I get myself out of this? And I realized that it was a, it was a compounding interest of mm-hmm. how you react as a human being and how you manage each day. You're like, you're never going to get there. Like, you know, I've still got a long way to go on my journey, but I'm well into my journey now. Like, I'm not going to go backwards um, unless I make a terrible investment or a really bad decision, right? But, you know, which could happen. But, you know, realistically, you know, you, you, I'm working little bits to kind of improve my my my, my relationship with money. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's been a, it's been a ride. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a constant challenge and struggle and learning process. Right. Um, and you kudos to your friend for doing that and sitting you down, because I, I think most people wish they had a friend like that who would do yeah, it. I'm lucky. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Uh, so when it comes to your day to day business, your nightclub bar business, mm. how important is credit when you are trying to establish a new business or you're trying to get new liquor or, you know, do different yeah. things to like f- refurnish or extremely important um you know we we utilize credit in a number of different ways that can be from um say debt from investors to subsidize new sites um so that's in a way that's a form of credit we actually run our um we buy all of our alcohol on an american express credit card <laughs> and then that gets paid off and then we get the points to to use to fly right so it's there's a good relative benefits to it but we run our business like that you know we take advantage of credit because it often debt can be in when you're talking about a large investment into you know a capital generating business that can actually be quite a beneficial than go much more beneficial than just to say 
fund it yourselves because actually when you've made that capital back the interest payments kind of work out so you you're using somebody else's money to create more value basically so we do that quite a bit um so yeah hugely important to to mm -hmm. business not so much with my kind of my business now it's kind of personally funded i have to i did i definitely took out a business loan to kind of get it up and running and where it needed to get to and but and again that's the way i've used credit to forward a dream you know that's for me and i feel like that i've got the value back out of that whether or not i'm going to pay it off or or how long i'm going to take to pay it off i mean sorry is is another thing but you know that's the dream i want to take and i want to turn this business into a a, a huge monster and to do that i needed capital so that's 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 the plan nice um and your program up the gains is it geared yeah. towards any particular audience any age demographic or just anybody can take this course yeah so we it's a really good question look I, i'll be honest with you i it's an audience we're not going for someone who has been is let's say financially comfortable um through that have been through and have been investing for years and years and years they might drop in occasionally because we've written a blog about you know what is market capitalization or something like that and they just want to find out what what's got at a particular time um but we're much more geared to the young you know 20s to sort of mid 30s still mm -hmm. haven't really figured it out like but really want to learn and mm -hmm. just don't know where to start and like want to trust someone who they find is a little bit like it's a bit we're trying to make it fun and cool like it, and it can be done. Um, I, you know, we, if you look at our page, we have quite funky branding. We keep it like we keep it real cool on a level with with who we speak to. But then when we need to get serious, we get real serious. Mm -hmm. Well, like it, it, there's the, all of our products are designed to help you, and and we, you know, we break it down. We say, hey, you know, we have a lot of fun. You know, we have a strategy. It's called the Live a Little Strategy. We we want our audience to live life to the fullest. Mm -hmm. We're not this type of financial company that will come along and say, you must save 80% of your salary to be financially free by mm -hmm. the time you're 40. You know, we've all seen it on, on YouTube or LinkedIn or whatever. They're always about these guys. And you just think, come on, dude, like, what if, where was your 20s? What happened to you? You know, like, <laughs> Are you a cool guy? Probably not. Like, would I have a beer with you? No. So yeah. like these, these are the types of things that, you know, we, we, we encourage our audience to live our life and it's about moderation and, you know, and utilizing a budget in the right way to kind of get yourself through. And, you know, if credit pays a big part in that, then, you know, that's, that's fantastic too. You know, if you're using it in the right way, paying it off at the right time each month to not incur the interest payments, then fantastic you know credit can be hugely important in an emergency you know you have five thousand dollars on a on a credit card sitting there that you're not using and you crash your car and you need to get it fixed right you and that's your only option and you use that credit and that's a good way to use it i feel like but you you, you need to be able to pay it off mm -hmm. absolutely and are you I, I noticed that you did mention in my pre-show notes that you were looking at how you can put this curriculum into the UK school system as well. So yeah. is anything about finance or credit taught in the school system currently? So I believe it's five states in the US are currently experimenting with mm -hmm. it in school system, which is fantastic. Here in the UK, there is nothing of note. Wow. And, yeah. and I just find it really scary. Like for me, if I was 
being the individual that I am, I would have, if I would have benefited hugely from this at school, just that kind of grounding, because, you know, as I was saying before, my parents weren't taught it, but perhaps if they were taught it, then they would have given me those skills. And it's kind of a rolling domino effect. So I just feel like someone needs to stand up in our country and say something about this, because, you know, we're still learning about how to, you know, write Pythagoras theorem on a triangle in school you're 14 years old like come on like we need to get real with these kids and start giving them something that they can actually take out into the world like a lot of these kids are 14 and they're struggling and they have a tough family background they're making real life decisions day to day but they're going into school and learning you know stuff that they are never ever going to use as people and i just think that we are missing a trick with these kids and you know there's some studies in america i've seen it in the schools and these kids are like 10 11 and they're like seasoned investors and they're, they're so good and it's like they were they've been going through this course for like 12 months and they're now investing and they can they can talk more about it than most adults right so and i just feel like if that is an opportunity that we can give that whether it's one hour or a week and we start locally and we build it out and we start showing results and um, then i feel like there's a lot of traction with that and i, I really believe that that's something that i want to champion so next step for me is writing to my local MP and see if he will get on board with it because the way that our system works our school system is completely separated from our government system I mean they do get involved but our system called Ofsted basically manages what the kids are taught in school Mm -hmm. and so if I get a government agent basically the MP local MP if I get him on board and then it can be quite powerful um and if we get more and more and more people especially influential people within the local area then i can kind of make a new story out of it and then kind of try and try and take it nationwide and it could be really cool if we get it right definitely so for those in our audience who might not know what mp stands for can you please it's kind of like your member of congress okay thank you Um, (laughs) so you've got like your you you, i'm on right you've got a senator and then you've got a member of congress too Mm -hmm. from that state is that correct yeah yeah we have state government and then we have the national government yeah yeah Yeah, kind of the same for both yeah (laughs) even though like our counties are probably the size of like half of las vegas city right so like it's a very small we have lots of mps i think there's 700 of 680 something in total so there's but they they look after an area of like 60 70 miles across so it's not huge and so you can see where we're working with so we can work locally and go out from there but that's cool that you can have close access to people who can help make change in a system because really i remember um in school i think we did might have done some exercise where we did investing but it was like you know a week two weeks I think there was a consumer math class that you could take in high school, but I don't think anybody really took those seriously. And it didn't institutionalize or make us really think of, oh, this is, these are life skills that we can take into the future. These are things that we need to pay attention to. 100%. 100%. You know, I've been like writing out little lessons, little notes for each one of the kind of ideas, what I would look to do. And it's, yeah, if you like separated a classroom of 30 children said and walked in today and they're expecting like a mathematics lesson and you went, hey kids, today, guess what? We're going to start a business. 
Um, you guys are going to do marketing. You guys are going to do sales. You guys are going to do operations. You know, the, you guys are going to work out how we're going to get the product from A to B. Da, da, da. You put them in little groups and you give them a little task, right? You've got an engaged classroom straight away. Like, let's say it's an engage, uh, ice cream business, something they're all going to like, be like, oh, cool, or whatever that might well be. You know, straight away they're engaged. And then you're teaching them little aspects of certain things that are being taken, that are real world stuff. But they're doing it in a way and they're like scribbling on sugar paper, having a lot of fun with it. But they're all going to remember all of those parts because they're experiencing them all. And then they work about how a team is working together and it's financial literacy for them, but in business. And it's such a cool thing to do. So that for me, I think it would be really good fun. And, you know, same with the stock market. Like, you know, you could do some fake charts for them and they invest and you tell them like, oh, where, how to, you know, how to progress your money over a long time. And it could be a lot of fun, you know, and you'd have an engaged classroom, especially, you know, if you weren't like a boring mass teacher walking in there one day, you know, <laughs> someone completely different, you know, that's, uh, it could, it could be a lot of fun for the kids. I think they'll get a lot out of it. I definitely agree with that. I think it's the, in marketing and PR, we always say brands, you know, are bought by people who know, like, and trust them. And it's mm. the same thing for this kind of education in order for it to really kind of drill into somebody um, they need to, it needs to be fun. It needs to be accessible. It needs to be real life examples. And it needs to be with people that they think are approachable as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, I love kids and, you know, my, my partner, her, her sisters have like two, three kids each, and I just love spending time with them. Like they're awesome. So I, I, I know that I'd have a lot of fun doing that. And I just feel like, I'm, as I was saying before, like it's about my heart. Like I, I want to fill it up. And like, I know that by doing that, like I'd have walked out of that classroom, like maybe I've changed, even if I change one of those kids' lives, that is wicked. So um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the goal. Um, but yeah, I think like if we can start there and then we can get these kids, you know, I really want to focus on university as well because there's that really key point when you leave um, and you're like, big, bad world. Oh, oh my God. Like, <laughs> what do I do? What do I do? Like, especially if you haven't come out of like an Ivy League school and walk straight into a lawyer's job. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's thousands of kids that walk out of college and university and they go, what the hell am I going to do? Mm. Um, and I, I think that there should be a support system from there. We're lacking that kind of jump for these guys you know so many of them fall off a wagon and go back to old ways um or don't really excel in a way that they could um so it could be quite interesting to, to look at that too well you've touched a little bit on um your past experience with credit and finance and how you had a friend sit you down but if you had um advice to give your past self about credit and finance what would you say i think read um you know or utilize a skill that you enjoy doing first. So like if you're a listener, then list some podcasts about credit before taking out that credit. Or, you know, if you're a reader, just jump in some, um, some like top financial freedom books, which are like well-written. And if you're not like a big heavy textbook reader, read some like fun ones. Or, you know, I did an, I did an audible course when that's how I really got started into, into all of this. Like a, um, and uh, JD Roth, um, how how to how to be financially independent and and debt free. That was the one I listened to, and it changed my life. Um, so I just encourage people to research a little bit more. Like, don't make don't make rash decisions. Um, 
because they can massively affect you for like five, six, seven, eight years down the line. You know, like my credit's only just about recovered. And mm. that was, yeah, that was years ago. Right. And it's there forever. And you, it's not there forever. I mean, but it feels like forever when you're going through it and you're trying to get it up, like trying to get your credit score up, you know, like me and my partner had trouble trying to buy a house because they're like hey like why did you make this mistake like five years uh, ago and I'm like oh god man like come on like uh, I've been clean since then like, <laughs> leave me alone wow. uh, but you know it's one of those things it just there there are blocks so just I really encourage people to research and just in any form that, that they can nice and if you had a hundred thousand dollars and you didn't have to pay taxes or anything else what would you do with that money today uh, I'd immediately start as many businesses as I can get my hands on. I think like that's one of, you know, I've got this entrepreneurial streak in me now, especially with up the games <laughs> that I've kind of started. And I just think, you know, you can start a business online these days for a dollar. You know, you just can make a, make a website, make an idea and then grow it out from there. But if you had a hundred thousand dollars, you know, you could, you could do some damage with it. Yeah. So you could turn that hundred thousand into multi multi millions quite 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 easily. So um, you know, I think invest in if you don't if you haven't got the skills to start a business, invest in one that is doing well and watch that money grow. So yeah. Is there any advice that you'd like to leave with our audience that we haven't covered? Yeah, I think you know if you there's always a way out. Hmm. That's what I would say to people. Like you know the. You can, the, the, this is, this life is not an endless road. Like there's always a stop button. Like if you don't want to carry on down that path anymore, just hit the stop button uh, and then you don't need to turn off and go into another direction. You can just chill and have a little look around for a bit. Um, and then when you decide what path you're going to take, then jump on that road and head down that road. But like, and I mean that in the form of like, if you're struggling with finance or you, you, you're not good with money, like you can stop that. So you can take that step and just take a step back and then really look at what you what it is you want to get out uh, of life. So, you know, it helped me massively. Um, and, you know, I would really that we, we really encourage people to, to do that. It's about habit and breaking a habit. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. Now, how do listeners find um, you if they want to follow you to get tips on money and learn more about Up The Gains? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, so yeah. we're up thegains.co.uk or up the gains money so that's up the gains like gains as though you're like fitness for your finance basically <laughs> so um yeah that's us and um, come say hi like we we love to hear people's stories as well and if someone has a particular problem we like we're more than happy to to lend a hand and and you know point you in the right direction of some some books or some some podcasts that can really help you so um, yeah we, we we love to hear from you awesome Sammy, thank you so much. It's been really wonderful to learn more about you, your journey, and what you're doing to help change UK education around finance and credit and financial literacy. Um, and thank you to our audience for coming back. In the show notes, you'll find out lots of information about Sammy, including his website links, so that you can look at the program, take a peek at it. If you're in the UK, sign up. Other people, I'm sure, would still get value out of going through the program, no matter where you live in the world. So, exactly. Yeah. Um, and with that, thanks for coming back for another edition of Giving Credit. And I'll be back again in two weeks. This podcast has been brought to you by Kitty Credit, a mobile app designed to educate children on the credit system by completing chores. 
now available in the App Store and on Google Play. For more information, go to kittycredit.com, K-I-D-D-I-E, K-R-E-D-I-T dot com.